today is exciting. We have a couple of guys coming to preach for us. And uh, we were, over the last few years, as part of our connection with Baptist churches, we've been able to access a program called the in Leadership Internship Program. And um, numbers of people have been through it. Um, Matt Gulzo and Benito, uh, Gio and Juanita have been through it. And this year, Hamish and Jack Kapikan went through it and, uh, and had a great time. And, and it's all about building uh, your leadership capacity and your skills and developing you as a leader. And so as the, as the culmination of their year, we had the graduation the other week, I've asked them to come and share uh, and preach for 10, 15 minutes each. And uh, so that's, that's throwing them in the deep end. So, um, but it's part of, it's been amazing to watch these, I was going to say two young men, but Jack's not that young. <laughs> but it's a, but uh, to watch these two men grow and develop and, and, and uh, just become more confident in who they are and what they're doing uh, in the different ministry areas they have. So we're really blessed to have them. So I need you guys to smile lots for them because there's nothing more daunting than looking out on a crowd and everyone's just stern-faced and like you think, oh no. So lots of smiles. Can we practice our smiles? Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, Matt, you can do better than that. There you go. That's... Uh, no, so why don't you put your hands together for Jack as he comes to share. Thank you, Ben. Um, yeah, so he said that we're going to preach. I'm not preaching. I'm sharing, all right? <laughs> anyway, um, it's a privilege to be up here today. And uh, yeah, I finished my course. Whoa. And I passed. No, anyway, um, so this morning uh, I just wanted to share what I shared at the last uh, course. So um, uh, what we got asked to do was uh, share, so with our head, what have we learnt? That was the first one. And then with our heart, what has changed in, in us? And then our hands, what will be different practice-wise in life? ministry and leadership going forward and then the last one imagination what might happen so um i'll start <laughs> so with my head what did, what have i what have i learned so um the m most important thing that i learned this year was god's love for me you know god I think the way I can explain it the best is um, God isn't about religion and that's how my head thought before and you know like because I don't know because the way I was brought up but God is about relationship that's the most important thing and um, uh, a real important thing is um, John three sixteen. we all know you know for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And that is salvation there. We don't need to do anything at all. So, you know, like, because God, that's how much God loved the world, that he gave his son. 
and all we need to do is believe in him. So, yeah. Um, so, and then also the different ways in how God uses us. So in the course, we did this one, um, uh, one full day of... Uh, going around Adelaide to different places and um, the first place we went to was uh, uh, where they feed the homeless. West Care, yeah. And it, it was just a, a real eye-opening for me. Um, uh, we came there and then uh, these people waiting, the homeless, and for me, I've, what I got out of that was all of the homeless people were so friendly. So uh, they just said hello to us, you know, and they were actually glad to see us. It was, it was just really um, amazing. And then to go through there, everything they do, it was, uh, oh, it was awesome. Praise God. And the people that run it, uh, how enthusiastic they were and everything they'd done there, it was praise God for it, you know. So... Um, and uh, it's all about God. This life of ours is all about God. That's what we've got to re remember. Um, that's why he, he created us for relationship. You know? so, and I think I mentioned it, how much we are loved. Did I? But anyway, <laughs> I'll say it again. How much we are lo loved by God. God loves you. God loves you. God loves me. God loves each and every person here. And, um, you know, like we can't, we will never understand how much he loves us. You know, like it's just mind-blowing. You know, you can't even explain it. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'll move on to the heart. So what has changed in me? So I've explained a bit what has changed, how I uh, think, you know, uh, my uh, priorities on God have changed. Um, it hasn't made me perfect. I'm never going to be perfect, <laughs> you know, but um, my priorities on God have changed and people, you know, like that's, that's the main thing because we're, you know, we're all important. We need one another. You know, first we need God and then we need one another. So, you know, my that's uh, a thing that's changed in me. My priorities on God and my attitude as well towards God. So I've still struggle with that. Like, um, it's when you when you learn something, to unlearn it is so hard. Like, it's it's I'm talking about religion. You know, like. You know, it's just so hard because uh, it's not like that. It's it's not about that. It's about the relationship, and you know, it doesn't matter what you do. It sort of it does matter, but it doesn't because God loves you regardless. And and if you've um, come to know God, through, and you know, John three sixteen, if you come to know God and you believe in God, God loves you. Uh, he He loves everyone. <laughs> he just—he loves everyone because we're all his ch children. Like Nigel said, some of us are lost, and we need to come to Jesus. And God wants everyone, everyone. 
to come to know him. So, um, moving on. The hands. What will be different practice-wise in life, ministry and leadership going forward? So, um, my thing is how I go about my life and those around me. So, that's what I want to change is how I can make a difference to others. And that's, I think that's a, a really important thing for us to do because everyone needs love. Everyone needs support. It's so easy to um, look on the negatives, but that's that's what the enemy wants us to do and you know like that's something we shouldn't do we should look on the positives everyone likes to everyone likes to be um acknowledged and given um encouragement you know the world is full of um the wrong things so Let's, the negatives, yeah. So let's, that's what I want to focus on. So how I go about my life and those around me and how I can make a difference to others in my life. And I pray to God that um, he helps me do that. It's, sometimes it's hard, but um, yeah, we'll get there. And the last one, imagination, what might happen. So... I'm hoping that people will be blessed. I'll try to help them be blessed as much as I can. I'm going to fail sometimes, I'll be honest, because I'm a human being in this um, crooked world that the enemy has uh, corrupted. But anyway, I'm going to try and my best and getting used by God I'll put another one and, yeah, people will be blessed and lives will be changed. And that's everything I have to share. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to pray for Jack and uh, because he, he uh, has a, an amazing future and and he, as he's given this year to God in this leadership course, um, we believe that God's going to transform and, and do amazing things. So I ask Steve Bourne to come and just pray and lead us in prayer for Jack. So why don't you reach your hands out? Ben must have known. I wanted to say something. Uh, I've got to disagree with you, Jack. You are a preacher. <laughs> because I think that sharing our heart is preaching. And I really enjoyed it. I just said to Judy, man. He speaks. It's just so good and clear and that's what people need to hear. But I'm encouraged. I mean, I'm not old enough quite to be Jack's dad, but uh, I'm, I know I can speak on behalf of Pastor Ben that we're all proud of him, yes. you know. And, and I just love the fact that every one of us in this place can, can do what God wants them to do in this season. And, and I, I just had this strong feeling as I was sitting there, Jack, that, and I've only known you six and a half years really since I've been here, but um, <clears throat> what all the negative things that we go through in life, we can sometimes 
be tempted to think, oh, I've missed that opportunity. If only I had that time before. But I really believe exactly what Pastor Ben said, that you're the best that God has for you is in front of you. Yeah. And, it's, and it's a new season has begun. Yeah. Father, we thank you for our brother. He's an encouragement to us and every single person here, no matter what age we are and what our um, situation in life is, that if we just learn those simple truths that Jack shared and that he's, you've revealed to him recently, that, Father, this world can be influenced and changed and impacted by us, your yeah, children. Yeah. So we bless him and thank you, Father, and may be fully released into all that you have for him in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Give him a big clap. So up next is Hamish. Hamish has been with us for 12 months now, just over. Yeah, 14 months or so. He's counting the months. Um, but why don't you put your hands together for Hamish as he comes. Well, good morning, everyone. How are you? I wonder if my paper's going to stay. That sounded like school, Ben. That was a bit weird. Um, how... <laughs> Did everyone have a fun day yesterday with the storms? Yeah. yeah. I, we were, Alicia and I were in Marion yesterday in Target and um, the power went out <laughs> at Marion. Um, so we were stuck in a, a dark Target for about five minutes. But we're here and we're living and we're, we can tell the tale. But it was um, a little bit scary at the time. Um, I hope you're all doing well. Um, if you don't know me, my name's Hamish, as Ben said. Um, this year I was able to participate do be involved with the Baptist Church's internship with Jack. Um, in case you want a little bit more of detail about what that is, I'll do my best sales pitch for you. Um, so we met up almost every second Tuesday, uh, Thursday in, at the Baptist office, um, yeah, just with the um, uh, about 12 other people from across the Baptist movement um, and we had speakers and leaders from different churches in the movement come along and share their little two cents or what their favourite thing is um, about being a pastor or whatever. Um, it was good. I was late every week um, but that doesn't matter because um, I'm here now, finished. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, a couple of things we did, as Jack said, um, we went out for a day um, in, in the community and uh, saw West Care and uh, a cafe in the northeastern suburbs that has, is, is a church. It's a cafe which is a church, um, which is cool. Um, and then went out far north, not far north, like Davron Park, to a, that's, that's pretty far north, to a, to a youth centre out there. Um, and yeah, to, to see what, um, yeah, this, this drop-in centre for kids that um, do it pretty rough, which is cool. Um, yeah, we also had a, an internship, a, a leadership coach, Ben was Jack and Owls, who just helped us figure out what it meant to be leaders. I don't know. Is that right, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then a spiritual mentor who um, read the Bible with us or prayed with us just to try and figure out what God was telling us in this year, I guess. Um, but anyway, I'll get into it. Um, something I really appreciated and learnt from everyone that came to speak with us, um, whether they intentionally brought it up as the main focus or if they brought it up just as a little side note, was that um, 
ministry isn't just about being a pastor and it's not just about being in church. Ministry happens everywhere and in every part of our lives. Um, you know, it's not, it's not just one person's job. It's not Ben's job to do ministry. Um, it's, it's all of our jobs. And, um, you know, I think church people, including myself, often forget that they're allowed to talk about Jesus and allowed to uh, tell people that they um, go to church on Sunday. Um, and I think uh, sometimes we forget that there's more to Jesus than attending church on a Sunday morning. So I'm going to run through a potential morning routine for a Sunday that might happen to some of us. Some of us, um, And it's very easy to get here at 9.58 on a Sunday morning. I do it every week. Politely walk in, say hello to a couple of people, find your seat, and sing a couple of songs. It's then also very easy to tune out after that. Um, when announcements, encouragements, communion's going on, it's very easy to just sit there, bland, nothing's going in. I've done it before. Um, and I think if, if, if we're honest, everyone's done it a couple of times. If you haven't done it, you're a saint and I'd love to meet you. Um, and I think, I think there's your name's at the top of the list to get into heaven or something because that's, that's crazy. But then, but then it gets to the sermon and I'm sure, I mean, you might be doing it now. I don't know. You've tuned out. But it's so easy. It's so easy to tune out to a 30-minute sermon. Um, but yeah, as I said, being a follower of Jesus is more than an easy Sunday morning church service. There's 168 hours in the week. I did the maths. If we average about seven hours of sleep, um, we're awake for 119 hours. That's a lot of hours. Church takes up 1.5 of those hours. Maybe two and a half hours for the whole church experience of driving here, driving home, saying hello, having a coffee, you know, two and a half hours. That leaves 116 and a half hours in a week. How much do you think of that time you spend for the kingdom? Most of us in the room don't work at church. Our job isn't to be a pastor um, and it's not to be, you know, the face of the church and the community. Living a Christian life in the everyday world is hard, but it's not impossible. We love in, to live in the comfortable Christian ecosystem that is our church and church events. This comfortable environment allows us to freely express and feel the way we feel and get our Jesus juice flowing. Don't get me wrong, there's times where being comfortable is okay and, um, you know, it's good to be comfortable, but it's it's becomes unhealthy to get comfortable with comfortable comfortability. Gee, that's a, try saying that 10 times fast. How can we do ministry when we are stuck in a zone of comfort? I think it's time to be uncomfortable, be daring and be bold. I think some, that some of the uh, reasons we don't is uh, we choose not to and we make excuses and tell ourselves that doing ministry in our world isn't for us because maybe we aren't smart enough or we don't know enough. We aren't the evangelist type of person uh, it takes, or maybe we don't think we have the right job for it. Well, I'm here to tell you that's wrong. <laughs> um, it doesn't take knowledge to have relationship. You don't need to be an evangelist uh, to show your co-workers the love of God. You, certain, uh, you don't need a certain job to talk about what you actually do on a Sunday and it doesn't take an internship to be a follower of Jesus. Um, 
I don't want you to think I've nailed this either. Um, there's been times in my life where I've thought all of those things and thought that you need to be the right type of Christian to be able to do ministry outside the church walls. Having the right job didn't matter to Jesus when he called his disciples. In Matthew, we get um, the, the little section where Jesus calls his first disciples and it says in verse 18 of chapter 4, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with, a, uh, boat with their father Zebedee, preparing the nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus called fishermen to be his disciples. This is something that's like flipping cultural narratives of the time. Fishermen aren't considered to be that high of people. You know, they probably smell because they're dealing with fish. And, you know, they spend all their time out in the lake. And, you know, I, I don't know many fishermen, but I don't think they smell that great. But anyway... <laughs> I don't think fish smells that great. I can't eat it either, so that's all right. Um, but, but fishermen weren't considered highly people, yet Jesus chose them to be the first disciples. If it didn't matter for Jesus, it shouldn't matter for us now. When I first started the internship, I didn't know if I was a leader, and, coming, and the idea of doing ministry um, in the real world seemed like so impossible. I thought that I needed to know, uh, be known or recognised, and that someone... I needed to be someone that had been around a long time to be a leader. I knew the idea of leadership was something that I wanted to aim for because I knew if I got there, I could eventually try some of the things and thoughts that I had that God had put there. This was the wrong way of thinking, and God made that pretty clear to me. At the start, I mentioned a retreat. Did I? I can't remember. Anyway, we went on a retreat for internship. Um, I was supposed to. Sorry about that. It's a good time. Ask me about later. Um, <laughs> And, yeah, we went on a retreat and where we practiced some spiritual practices, one of those being silence. The first time we practiced silence, all I could think about was how everyone else in the internship felt like more of a leader than me, and that kind of sucked. Luckily, we got to practice silence again, um, and in that second time, God reminded me about the fishermen. He reminded me that it didn't, I didn't need to be any different to who I am to be a leader or to do ministry and that being who I was was what made ministry, the ministry I did important and real. Ministry isn't about uh, what day you volunteer or how much time you spend at church or um, making sure you bring the most non-Christian friends to Grow Group uh, or the Well or the Men's Health Day. <laughs> ministry is the way we choose to love and live. I'll leave you this. Ministry is... Uh, isn't a thing for a few, it's an opportunity for the many. It doesn't happen in your volunteer hours, it, does, it happens in relationship you have with God and with those you spend time with. Jesus didn't care about what job you had, all that matters is that you have faith in him and trust that he has the plan that is right and good. How good is that? It's fantastic. Thank you, Hamish, to remind us of 
the fact that we are ministers 24-7. Every part of our life is ministering for God. As Gio shared during the worship, that he calls us to give our lives daily as a living sacrifice. So we're going to pray for Hamish and uh, I'm going to ask Benito to come and lead us and uh, stand with him. All right, let's, um, let's raise our hands and, and pray for Hamish today. God, we thank you for Hamish and uh, his time this year uh, just focusing on you, uh, just reprioritizing and uh, putting you first, Lord, whatever that looks like, Lord. Thank you for um, <laughs> the knowledge that he has, he has received um, from you, God, just in discovering what matters and discovering uh, how you operate, how relationship operates, how you don't have to have a degree to, to love others and you don't have to uh, follow a specific pastoral role to have purpose in your kingdom, Lord. Um, God, I just pray for his life and his walk from here, Lord, that he can continue to walk in your steps and continue to be guided by you and, and uh, just like continuing to discover his, uh, discover your love for him in, in new and special ways, Lord. Maybe this year is coming to an end, but whatever next year has to offer, God, that it can be exciting, that it can be challenging, shaping, molding and uh, fulfilling for him in his, in his life, God. Uh, in his work, in his home life, in his f- life with his friends, God, that he can just uh, just walk in, in, in your steps and, and be encouraged and filled by you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Um, just stay there for a sec. Just as we were praying, uh, and I know you shared on this, but I just want to encourage you in what you shared, Hamish, in the fact that God does, we have a God that loves to take the least and lift it up and make it something special. Um, The the very fact that we know he created the world out of nothing, but he also created mankind, humankind, out of the dust and he formed us. And then throughout the narrative of the Old Testament, he would take the one from the smallest tribe the youngest in the family, whether it was David or Gideon or, or others, and he, he'd take them and lift them up and raise them up. And then even in the New Testament, when Jesus walked this earth, over and over again, he would do that exact same thing. Take five loaves and two fish and feed over 10,000 people. And this is the thing that God does. And be encouraged that that mantle is upon your life, that God as you have spoken today, that you you will be someone who may feel like the least, but God will raise you up to do significant things for him. So God bless you. And thank you for a great year. Aren't we blessed? Blessed. Like um, Hamish is one of our youth leaders, does an amazing job. Jack's one of our grow group leaders, does an amazing job. Um, but that's what I love about them and, and just us as a church is, is it's not about just what happens here on a Sunday. We're not a Sunday-centric church. It's not about getting here Sunday, making sure you're here because this is where it all happens. No, where it happens is out there. 
out there amongst the, the world, in our world, our neighbours, our friends, our work colleagues, our, our uni friends, our school friends, that's where it's at. You don't, as Benito said, Hamish said, you don't need a degree to love people, to care for people, to show people God's love, to be an example of God's love. I read just this week, it's really, it's a fun thing to do every so often, is um, there's a blog that happens on the internet about where you can get free food in Adelaide. It's a homeless page and it's sort of there to let people know that a homeless are doing it tough, where they can find free food and we're on there as a church. And I, I really loved what they said at the end of their blurb about, you know, come here on a Wednesday, you get this, this and this. And, but the person said at the end, they're a very generous church and very generous people and they're a real church, not just a shell of a church. And I just thought, wow, that's... And it's not like we um, work hard to try to be that. We just be who we are and you as the volunteers and people who help, do what you do and, and God blesses it. And that's what, this is the exciting thing about what God is raising up here. People that aren't in it for their own like, acknowledgement and their own promotion or to get a name. It's about just doing what God asks us to do. Amen? Amen. Awesome. Well, we're going to have tea and coffee and enjoy enjoy each other's company and hang out together so um and don't forget if you want to come on the bus on thursday come and see me to register thank you for coming out today stay warm and dry and uh, we'll see you during the week